This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Marketing Jam is brought to you by Cyber Impact, the email marketing platform made specifically for Canadian small businesses. Go to cyberimpact.com forward slash jelly, create a free account, and start sending Castle compliant promotional emails in just a few clicks. Here's your host, Darian Kovacs. All right, well, I want to welcome you to the next episode of Marketing Jam. And I'm really excited because Tim uh, is the CMO and product consultant on a product that we actually use here at Jelly. So I uh, am excited to dive in with someone that uh, is working with a product that is uh, all about SEO, all about monitoring your competitors. And uh, Tim's going to answer some questions for us here today. Thanks <laughs> hey, Darren. Thanks a lot for inviting me. So, Tim, uh, just to jump right in, how would you describe what AREFs does from your perspective, working at AREFs? Uh, what AREFs does is collect a lot of data about the websites, about the internet, and helps digital marketers to get the competitive data they need uh, to make the right decisions in terms of uh, SEO specifically, and in general, in terms of doing marketing for their online projects. So, yeah, we, we are... We, we consider our, ourselves a data company. We collect data and we give people tools to tap into the data uh, if they don't have any like coding experience. Okay. And those that are not really familiar with SEO and, and how an SEO can, you know, how SEO helps their business or their brand, how would you describe what SEO is to, to people out there? Yeah, so basically when you start a website uh, online, you want, pe you want people to find you somehow. Usually people go to Google, type a certain question. They, they might even type the name of your brand if they heard about you somewhere. And what you want to, to see is for your website to appear on the front page of Google for the search results for whatever people are searching for. Uh, and better if your website will appear at the very first position so people will actually click it. So SEO, search engine optimization, is basically all the little like bells and whistles that you can do in order to rank number one for whatever you want to rank for in Google. That's SEO. Okay. And then AREFs, what, is, what does that data do to help you with SEO? What, what is the connect there? Yeah, basically, we, we help you dissect what the websites that are ranking on top of Google, what they're doing, uh, what kind of keywords they're ranking for in search, what kind of pages they have on their website that rank high in Google and bring them traffic, and what other websites from all around the web are linking to them, to their pages, to their homepage, because links from other websites is what helps Google to understand that your website is valuable and it is worth ranking at high positions. So we help you with that. We help you understand the keywords they rank for, the pages they have, and where they get their backlinks so that you could then kind of replicate that on your own website and outrank them and get more traffic than your competitors. Awesome. Well, there's so many um, tools out there, right? Like so many software companies and, and, and those that are watching and listening from agencies know that, right? Like the whole death by a thousand cuts, right? Every month we look at our visa statement and we see all the softwares that we subscribe to. <laughs> Uh, and, and you can probably imagine you, you charge, you know, your software as a service, right? A SaaS product. Uh, how do you distinguish yourself outside of like the, all the other SEO softwares that are out there? Uh, I think we, we have uh, two unique selling points, USPs, mm -hmm. uh, like two general ones. The first one is our data. 
uh, and our technology, the, the technical complexity of our product. Uh, because our founder and CEO, Dmitry, he himself has a technical background. He His background is not SEO. His background is not marketing. His background is programming, technology, uh, and all that stuff. He was able to assemble an amazingly technical team that is capable of doing stuff, of collecting the kind of data, storing the kind of data, processing the kind of data that other companies struggle with because they are founded by SEO people, not technical people. Mm -hmm. So because we have technical background, we simply can do uh, more complicated stuff. And this is our unique selling point. If you go to HFs, you'll see tools and features that cannot be found anywhere else. And the quality of data that is hard to compete with because our founder is technical. And the second thing is that we are the users of our own product. So we have our own marketing department and our marketing department basically doesn't really use any other marketing tools except for our own one. And this is why a lot of product development, a lot of features that we have, a lot of data that we have uh, comes from the needs of our marketing department. So when we mm -hmm. need something, we go to our product team and say, hey, it would be awesome to, to create this because our marketing department could use it this way. And then we could teach our customers to, to do what what our own marketing department is doing. And this is how, uh, this is one of the sources of inspiration of tools and features that we had to HF. So yeah, two things, uh, awesome technology, and second, being a user of our product, so we, we know what, what users need because we know what we need. That's really cool. So uh, I don't know if you're open or how much you know about, but like, how would you distinguish between you and like Moz? Because a lot of people know Moz because it has a really cool mascot, the cool robot guy, <laughs> right? Because they do a great job with that. And Rand, yeah. who used to be there, not anymore, has a very cool mustache <laughs> and would do his whiteboard fry. So wh how, would you how is the difference between you and Moz? What's the biggest differentials? Yeah, as you can see, I'm trying to grow some of my own beard, yes. like try to compete <laughs> in my beard game with Rand, but I'm like uh, behind him uh, by by a large margin. So yeah, on that we are failing. I'm not like as good looking as Rand. Uh, but in terms of tools, uh, like I explained, the the found the founders of Moz, uh, I think it was Rand and his mom. They are not technical. Yeah. So they, they are good marketers. Rand himself is an amazing marketer. He's an amazing yeah. sales, salesperson. Even he doesn't describe himself as a salesperson, but basically he sells uh, his tools. Our founder is technical. So if you compare products, if you compare data, if you compare the functionality, we have so much more of it because we have a stronger technical foundation. And if you read uh, Rand Fishkin's book, somehow I keep promoting his book on like almost every podcast that I go to, Lost, Lost and Founder, it is an amazing book yeah. about how he was building Moz and, and what kind of struggles he had. He actually openly shares that the biggest problem with Moz uh, was lack of technical expertise. So mm -hmm. they were not able to create amazing tools because their technical part of the team wasn't as good. So yeah, simply if you compare uh, Moz and HS in terms of functionality, in, in terms of quality of data, in terms of how you can work with the data, what kind of capabilities the online the online tools, the online interface gives you, you'll quickly see that Moz is falling apart. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, when you say AREFs, is it the one tool you need or would you say people should supplement it with like an SEM rush? Do you think they work together? Uh, actually, HREFs, Moz and the SEM rush, we have quite a bit of overlap. So uh, okay. each tool has a lot of uh, similar functionality. So I'd say uh, they are interchangeable, so you can either use uh, Moz or SMrush or HS. Uh, and of course, each tool has 
uh, some unique features of their own, which some people might prefer and uh, prefer and go to a specific tool because of their unique features that other people don't have. Uh, but yeah, like we are we are the three competitors, Moz, Ahrefs, and SMrush, and each has its strong sides and each has its weak sides. Uh, and like uh, it's uh, it, it makes no sense asking me about the differences because obviously I'm biased towards towards Ahrefs. And even if I would try to be as un unbiased and as honest as possible, still I know our tool better. So because of the knowledge of our tool, I will still like talk about the benefits of Ahrefs. Yeah. So when we um, have a client, or even ourselves as agencies um, and, and marketers, and we want to see what our competitors are bidding online, right? There's all these tools that say they can tell you what your competitor is spending on Google AdWords. Like, is that is that really a thing? Like, do those tools actually work that tell you how much people are spending on Google AdWords for what keywords? Uh, yes and no. So uh, mm -hmm. at HFs, we do have data about uh, pay-per-click advertising. Uh, but the way we collect it is that we have this huge database of keywords and we have data partners that help us get the search results for this keyword. So mm -hmm. uh, like the fresh ones. So whenever we get the search results for a specific keyword for whatever people are searching for online, we see if there are ads there or not. Uh, but then ads, they are not carved in stone. They are much yes. more volatile than the search results. So if you know that you rank number one, you're going to rank number one for weeks, months. Well, maybe you'll go to number two for a few days, but then back to number one. So the volatility is uh, very, very light. Uh, but in terms of ads, you might be running ads for three days because you have a promotion, and then you will cancel them. And then uh, ads are based on uh, uh, auction. So who, whoever bids more, their ad will be displayed. And there are only four spots. So uh, that all was the build up to the fact that it is insanely hard to track ads in real time. You'll, you'll have to update all the keywords basically every minute to make sure that you see all ads and you know how long these ads stay and calculate how, how many clicks those, those ads might get. So the accuracy of the data in Ahrefs or SMrush is like not 100%, of course, but that's better than nothing because there's no other way to see if your competitors are running in any pay-per-click ads in Google, uh, what kind of keywords they are bidding for, what kind of ad copy they're using, and what kind of landing pages that they send their uh, uh, their visitors to. So yeah, you need a tool like uh, Ahrefs uh, to, to get this data and to make your own uh, educated marketing decisions and specifically ad buying decisions. So uh, these days, how would you say the difference between on-site SEO and off-site SEO, the value and, and the importance of each one, according to Google? Um, they are equally important, I would say. That, that's a very hard question. And like the, uh, the answer is it depends. Uh, but like uh, Google doesn't want you to build any kind of artificial links. So whenever you create links yourself, uh, that is bad. They want other people to create links to your website without you having to uh, bribe them, give them money, or like entice them in any way. So Google wants uh, links to appear kind of naturally. So whenever you create awesome content, notable content, uh, content worthy of telling your friends, your readers, your website visitors about, this kind of uh, motivates other people from all around the web to reference your content on their website. So the stuff you do on page 
the, the pages that you create, the, the, the design of those pages, the content of those pages kind of helps you attract those backlinks. Uh, but then again, uh, if all your competitors are doing a lot in terms of promoting the, their content, uh, building relationships with bloggers, building rela relationships with other websites in their industry, which leads to acquiring a lot of backlinks to their content, to their website, uh, running all, all sorts of promotions, uh, uh, running all sorts of partnerships with, with other websites that lead, lead to links, uh, you won't be able to attract as many links if you just uh, use uh, the so-called publish and pray approach. If you will just create an amazing piece of content, publish it, and wait for people to naturally discover it and link to it. So yeah, you have to do both. You have to create amazing pages, uh, optimized pages that would load fast, that would look good, that would answer whatever people are searching for, that would be optimized for specific things that people are searching for, that would be notable, that would uh, motivate people from uh, that have websites to link to them. But then again, you have to promote those pages. You have to go out and talk to people in your industry who have websites and see how you can persuade them to link to you. Uh, would you like do a guest post for them? Would you sign up them as affiliates? Uh, would you simply ask for a link because they have a relevant article, whatever you do, but yeah, you need both. You need uh, great content and you need to attract backlinks. Would you almost say 50-50, like uh, on-site versus off-site? I don't know. That's, that's a really tough question. It, it, it would okay. depend on every specific type of business and every specific piece yeah. of content. Yeah. And riddle me this, in, in the work that you're doing right now, what are you seeing coming up in trends-wise when it comes to SEO? What are you seeing people doing? What do you see people moving towards? And, and maybe what, what are you excited about coming up this year? Uh, like uh, what am I excited in SEO, you mean, or like in product development of Ahrefs? In uh, and, and SEO, and, and maybe it could be connected to Ahrefs. Yeah. yeah, so in SEO, I'm excited to see how much influence uh, nailing the searcher intent has today. I have uh, a nice story about this. So uh, at Hrefs, we have a tool for checking backlinks. Uh, so whenever you plug any website or URL and you want to see uh, which websites from all around the web are linking to that website or URL, we have the data. So we have uh, uh, we wanted to rank for for a keyword backlink checker. So whenever people are searching in Google for backlink checker or online backlink checker, free backlink checker. Mm -hmm. Uh, quality backlink checker, like everything related to backlink checker, because we have this kind of functionality in Ahrefs, we wanted to rank for it. So naturally, we created a landing page describing that in Ahrefs we have a backlink checker tool, describing the functionality, describing the quality of data, blah, blah, blah. We optimized that page. We made sure that page loads well, that it is optimized for mobile experience as well. Uh, that all the images are optimized, blah, blah, blah. Like we did everything, all the uh, SEO blueprints, all the SEO best practices, we did that. Uh, but that page never ended up ranking higher than I think position number seven in Google. So it was somewhere mm. at the bottom of page one whenever you search for things related to backlink checker. So what we noticed is that pages that were ranking like in positions one, two, three, four were all free backlink checker tools. So we realized that whenever people search for backlink checker, they want to see a tool that they can start using right away. So they would see like an input form, they would see a submit button, they would like put their website or their competitor's website or any URL, click search and immediately see backlinks. Yeah, those tools, because those tools were free, they were like super limited. They only showed you the first like 100 backlinks or something. Uh, but this is what people who were searching for backlink checker wanted. And this is why those pages were outranking us 
even though Ahrefs has a brand, even though Ahrefs has huge what is yeah. called domain authority, and blah, 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 we had backlinks pointing to our backlink checker landing page. Nothing helped. So what we did, we decided to release our own free backlink checker tool. So we didn't change much about that landing mm -hmm. page. We only added uh, the uh, the field where you enter your website and the submit button. And basically, once you do this, you'll see a result. So basically, we added yeah. free backlink checker tool to that page. Almost immediately, that page jumped to position number one. And other than well, I just did free backlink checker and you're number one organic for me in, yes. here in Vancouver, Canada. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Uh, we, we're ranking number one. And not only we rank number one for backlink checker or flip free backlink checker, tons and I think uh, tens of thousands of searches related to backlink checking. Like, how do I check my backlinks? Check my backlinks now. Check backlinks for a website. That page started ranking for almost everything because of how good wow. it serves search intent. So Google can see that yeah. when people search for something related to backlink checking and they land yeah. on our page, they stay there, there. they start using our tool. Mm -hmm. So Google suggests our tool for more and more and more related searches and mm -hmm. we rank everywhere. So this is what I'm excited about. I'm excited how Google can decipher, can figure out what kind of search intent is behind a certain search query. And whenever you nail that search intent, even if you have less backlinks, even if you have less domain authority, but if your page serves users better than your competitors, you still can outrank them. So this is what I'm excited about. That's really cool. That's that's a great story. Uh, and, and tell me about AREFs. Are you guys going to have a swag, like a Moz robot? Are you going to do any conferences or any events, kind of like the big, like, what a lot of the other uh, software companies do? Uh, we're, we're, we're not planning to do our own events like uh, okay. Moz does. They have MozCon, but we yeah. do participate in some events. So uh, last yeah. month, I just uh, go back, uh, came back from Melbourne in Australia. They yeah. had a Digital Marketers Australia event, which we sponsored, and uh, I, I was speaking there. And next mm -hmm. month, I'm going back to Australia again uh, to Sydney for another uh, SO event, and we're going to sponsor it and speak there. So we do this kind of stuff, but because HREFs is an SEO tool, we're a tool yeah. for attracting free traffic, free relevant traffic from search engines. We actually walk our talk. So other than using this kind of conference marketing, like outbound marketing, we're using inbound marketing. We're creating content that would rank in Google. We're creating pages that would rank in Google. And we have a huge inbound engine. We get a ton of search traffic that converts uh, into customers. So you, you, were, you were discussing Moz and SMrush, which are roughly the same size as, as Ahrefs in terms of revenue. Like uh, SMrush, I think, is a little bit ahead, but Moz and Ahrefs are more or less the same. I think we're, we're, we, we have already surpassed Moz. But anyway, Moz is 200 people. Uh, SMrush is 600 people. Ahrefs is 45 people. So we wow. are super efficient with our marketing. We, we don't do, uh, we only do what's effective. And what's effective is generating free search traffic, free extremely relevant search traffic, people who are searching for SEO related terms and converting mm -hmm. them into customers of HRFs. Because if people are searching in Google for anything related to SEO, they are automatically our customers who need our tool. That's really cool. What's um what's some of the clients that you're finding the most success with, or who are you the types of brands that you're finding are using uh, AREFs? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. So we have uh, a pretty 
pretty interesting approach to marketing. Usually the conventional knowledge would tell you that you have to create buyer personas, you have to create customer journey, buyer's journey, blah, blah, blah. You have to know who you're targeting. You cannot target everyone. Well, in our case, as a chief marketing officer at HRS, mm-hmm. I can tell you that we don't have any buyer personas. We don't have any mm-hmm. customer personas. And actually, we're targeting everyone who is looking mm-hmm. to ramp up their traffic from Google. Whether you're yep. a big SEO agency who is doing SEO for clients, or whether you are like stay-at-home mom who wants to share her amazing recipes uh, on her own blog, if you want to ramp up traffic from Google, if you want to get found in Google, you can use our tool. So our tool is not something like super sophisticated that only rocket scientists can figure out. And we have a lot of educational materials because we do inbound. So we do inbound on our blog. We do we do a lot of content on our blog. We do a lot of content mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel because people are actually uh, using search on YouTube. They're searching for things that they want yeah. to learn and we want to rank there as well. Uh, so yeah, we have educational materials and we have easy to use tools. So whoever wants to increase their traffic from search engines, whoever wants to uh, rank in Google for specific things, uh, they can be our customer. So in the same way that like Hootsuite has the, um, you know, Hootsuite Academy and, and Google has their certificates and now Facebook launched their blueprint certificate. Do you think someone will ever create an SEO certificate like some software company, like a Google of some sort? Because being an agency and, and, and probably brands as well, when you try to hire someone to do SEO, there's no real certificate or certification that says, oh, this person knows what they're talking about. Because right now it's such a cowboy, cowgirl world of people saying that they know SEO and some of them sell snake oil and rub them on websites where <laughs> some people actually know what they're talking about. So have you seen any sort of standardization or certificates coming down the pipeline? Uh I don't think I've seen any, but that's because I'm not super interested in, in, in the topic, so I didn't research that. Maybe there there are some nice courses, nice, I don't know, academies that give you certificates that, that other people in the industry can trust. Uh, in terms of HRS, people are asking us to create some kind of training and certification all the time. For example, I released uh, my own course, which is called Blogging for Business. Uh, and whenever people yes. finished that course, they said it was amazing, but they wanted certificate uh, for me to say that they have finished my course, which I cannot give to them because the fact that they watched my videos doesn't mean that they have like actually digested them and understand the concepts and can execute the things that I was teaching them. So like uh, for HF, I don't see ourselves going that route because if you want to give people a quality certificate that would be trusted uh, across the entire SEO or digital marketing industry, that is a lot of work. And if there's mm-hmm. a lot of work, you should charge a lot for that. This should be a business. And we're in the business mm-hmm. of creating a software. We're not in the business of uh, educating people and getting money for uh, for that education. So yeah, we, we have a lot of education for free, but then we need, to, we need a process to vet people's knowledge, uh, people's experience, mm-hmm. and give them a pro- proper certi- certificate that others would trust. And that's a lot of work, so uh, I don't think we're going to do that in the next three to five years for sure. We have other priorities there. That's cool. And now are you an iPhone or an Android guy? Uh, iPhone, but like the, the, the further we go, the more I'm thinking to try Android. Okay. What are some apps on your phone that you can't live without, both for business and for personal reasons? 
uh, well, here in Singapore, in Malaysia, we have Grab uh, other than Uber. So usually I, I use Uber or Grab quite often whenever I need to go somewhere. Uh, other than that, to be honest, I'm not I'm not huge on using my phone as a productivity tool or whatever. Actually, I, I'm one of those guys that tries to remove the applications that suck yeah. your time and suck your attention. Yeah. Uh, and lately, I've discovered uh, something called Bullet Journal. Uh, this is when you use a physical uh, physical notebook to track your tasks, to track your like daily routines and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. uh, and I figured that uh, in terms of productivity. Uh, it is much more effective for me to use a notebook and what's called like bullet journal method uh, other than using any apps on my iPhone or any apps on my MacBook. So yeah, I'm not a huge uh, fan of like using my phone as a productivity or like work tool. Yeah. And, and tell us about as a CMO, books, podcasts, magazines, e-newsletters that uh, people should be, uh, should be consuming these days. Yeah, so yeah, like for people interested in SaaS and SaaS marketing, uh, there is a great podcast. Let me quickly find it because I don't remember the name. I, I remember that the host is Omer Khan, uh, but I don't quite remember the name of the podcast. It's about uh, SaaS. Um, Okay, just, just Google for Omer Khan SaaS podcast because I cannot find it right now. In terms of books, um, I'd say that there are a lot of interesting books. I like books by Ryan Holiday. Uh, they are not necessarily about digital marketing and they're not necessarily about SaaS marketing, uh, but they are about uh, productivity, about uh, work-life balance uh, and many interesting things that will uh, help you in your work, not in a direct way, but in an indirect way. So yeah, Ryan Holiday is one of my favorite authors for sure. That's awesome. Anything else that you want to leave with listeners and viewers from AREFs and, and the SEO world? Yeah, if uh, if people are interested in SEO, if they in, are interested to learn how to get traffic from search engines, it is not as hard as technical as some people might think because like a few weeks ago, uh, actually a few months ago, I was giving a small talk here uh, in the National University of Singapore to a group of MBA students. Uh, and uh, when I asked them how many of them are using SEO to drive traffic to the websites of their project, they were uh, in the process of launching a project. Uh, none of them said that they were using SEO. And when I asked why, uh, they said it was too technical which I don't, don't believe is true because I'm not a technical person myself. I, I can barely like write a line of code uh, and I still consider myself uh, an SEO person of some sort. So yeah, if you want to learn SEO, that's totally possible. That's not rocket science. And one of the best way to do this is go to YouTube, search for Ahrefs, and you'll find our YouTube channel with a lot of tutorials where we show you how to do specific SEO tasks and how to achieve them with our own tools. So yeah, just Google, just search uh, on YouTube for HFs. Google on YouTube for HFs. Uh, find our channel and consume some of our videos, and you'll be amazed at how easy it is to do SEO for yourself. Oh, Tim, this was awesome, man. We're uh, we're big fans at Jelly of uh, Arefs. We uh, we use it on the daily. It's uh, it's probably one of the best tools that we find. Uh, just really helps us and helps communicate really clearly to our clients what's happening uh, for their website. So. Huge thanks to you and your team. Keep up the great work. 
Thank and, you. And uh, really appreciate you coming on the show here. Sure. Thanks for inviting me. No, that's awesome. Thanks everyone for joining us on Marketing Jam, and we'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.